What is up everyone? Oh my gosh, I am so excited to be back. First and foremost, welcome to season two of Karis Living. I'm so glad you're here again. I have missed you. I've missed sitting at my desk with this microphone. It just feels good. I have missed the wonderful intro song that we can thank Jenna for. I've just missed this space and I'm super excited to be back. Welcome to season two. So glad you're here and I'm so excited for today. Thanks for tuning in. is great. I'm so excited to be back and I kind of mentioned it but I'm it just feels good to be sitting at the mic just talking letting things out feels good. I've kind of used Carol's Living as a way to invite other people in but also honestly a venting space for me and I've missed kind of a venting space so it's super great to be back here at my desk with the microphone and thank you for joining me for season two. Today it's just gonna be me I just wanted to give a few updates, welcome you to season two, and just get you excited for what's to come and the people we're going to have on here. I already have some ideas. I have some guests that I've already had conversations with. I have some other ideas for guests to have on. It's going to be a great season, so I'm super excited about it. And there's so much to talk about today, but really I just want to say welcome to season two. That's the main premise of today. And I'm so glad you're here. I know I always say that and it probably gets annoying, but I truly am so glad you're here. I'm so grateful for you, like, taking time out of whatever kind of day you're having. And whether you're doing something right now or just relaxing and listening to this, like, it truly means the world to me that you take the time to create a space for yourself and create a space to listen and Karos live with me and join me in this conversation. So that was like a long intro, but I... You know, you have to do it for a season two introduction. Like, you have to make it a big deal. So, I wanted to just kind of update you guys on my life, what's going on. There's been some stuff going down, some things happening, and yeah, then I wanted to kind of get just some broader things I've learned about myself this year and some some stories about this year, because I feel like this podcast really did start at a really hard time in my life, and I feel like I kind of just breezed past that, because that's often what I do when I face hard things. I either breeze past it, don't think I need to share it with anyone, and just let it kind of linger, or I just move on with my day, or, you know, wake up the next day and feel better, and a lot of times I can pick myself back up, but there are times when you really need to, like, let things out, and I have learned that so much this year, and I want to share more about my year and maybe connect with you guys. Maybe we can relate in some ways about this year, because I I sometimes feel like when you're going through hard things, it's so easy to feel alone, but truly you are never, ever alone. And yeah, I just wanted to get vulnerable today, I guess, as we open season two, because this is just a space to invite and welcome and just listen and learn and love one another. So, Yeah, little update on me. I finished my first year of college at Seattle Pacific. I literally finished like, it's been a little over a week ago. Um, Since we start in September, we go until like, we went till June 10th, which was super hard. I was so unmotivated, guys. Like I had to really, 
motivate myself to finish everything and they were just big projects that I couldn't just get done in one sitting and I hate that kind of stuff like I just like to get things done and so like studying I hate because you have to do it over periods of time and like big projects I hate because you can't just like get the whole thing done I love like checkboxing things off when I do it and I hate when it's like an ongoing project and anyways that's how my first year of college ended with a lot of big projects, but they got done. I went to a lot of coffee shops, got a lot of vanilla iced lattes, some banana bread in there to help me finish it, and we made it through. We're to the other side. It honestly doesn't feel real, like first year of college is done to all the college friends, like congrats, you did it. It was such a weird year, weird year for everyone, but man, like I got kicked in the butt this year. I don't know if anyone, <laughs> anyone else relates to that, but yeah. This was a tough, tough year, but I'm going to bring a positive side to that because that's kind of just who I am, I guess. I learned a lot of things about myself along the way. As cheesy as that sounds, like I really did learn a lot. We're going to kind of dive into that today as I'm here solo. And as hard as it is for me to say, I think I am grateful for this year and what I faced this year, but I also grew a lot. So... Yes, I finished college was the moral of the story. My first year of college, I finished. And the biggest update that I want to update you guys on is I am transferring. I have decided to transfer next year to a school in San Diego. It's called Point Loma. If you guys remember Lauren Mabry, also known as Lolo. Anyway, she goes to Point Loma. So I, I might get to hang out with Lauren a little bit more. And yeah, I went out to California a few months before I finished school. So like a few months ago, I went out to California to visit my great aunt and uncle. And my grandma was out there too. And then we went up and we drove up to San Diego, visited the school and I really liked it. And I was more hardcore this time about the tour and really noticing things and really trying to see myself in the school. And guys, like the ocean is literally right there, which is very hard to like deny, like literally, the cliffs right by the school are called Sunset Cliffs. And then the second floor of the library, you can literally see up there. And it's like a view of the ocean. So you like you could literally study while the sun is setting over the ocean. And I just, I really did fall in love. And yeah, it's a, it was a really tough decision. But I really, even amidst COVID, there's just things about Seattle Pacific that just didn't feel right for me. And it didn't feel like the place for me. And I just had a lot of weird feelings there and I I don't know if Seattle was quite my cup of tea <laughs> I just tried to do a British accent I'm horrible at British accents but that happened and we love that um but yeah it was just not quite for me and I realized that and I I was kind of trying to force it to be for me because I never thought in a million years that I would be transferring but here I am and I bet a lot of other people are in the same boat especially in college this year transferring or deciding like trying to figure out if your school's the right fit and it's so hard because I never really got to experience the whole picture of SPU and like what that school could have been but the things I did get experience just weren't it's a great school I met a lot of great people and professors but yeah the environment is something that's so important for me and I just didn't really see myself in that setting so I did decide to transfer and I'm so super excited to keep you guys updated I'm really, really nervous to enter college again. It honestly doesn't feel real that I'm going to Point Loma next year. Like, it doesn't feel real at all. But 
I think it will be good. I hope it will be good. And like if any of you are transferring or going through big life transitions right now, like we're in it together. Like things are happening. It doesn't even feel real. It's not going to feel real to me till I'm like flying out to San Diego, I don't think. Or like moving my stuff into a dorm room. But yeah, and then I get a roommate. I never got a roommate last year and just just the college things. I'm just my my dad asked me like what are you excited about? for next year and I was like honestly just a college experience and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that like we didn't get that this year you know and I th I'm sure some people had good years but it wasn't a normal year of college and I'm just really excited about that so that's my big life update and we're gonna kind of dive into that decision more and what happened at Seattle Pacific today but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to kind of fill you guys in along the way of that journey. Summer, I've been like a weekend and it's already weird. Summers are always weird vibes. I, I just like, I love warm clothes like leggings and sweatshirts. So summer like fashion, I already don't love. And then like, it's been super hot in Colorado, like super hot, like high 90s. And I literally can't. But the one thing that's happened is I got a job at Pliables, but it was like my dream summer job. It's an acai smoothie bowl place in downtown Littleton, like a few minutes away from, like literally not even a few minutes away, just like a few minutes away walk to my mom's cafe. And I just love the downtown Littleton vibes. So I did get the job and I'm super excited about it. My favorite thing is topping the bowls and making them look like aesthetic and pretty and I love that part, and there's some challenges within the job, but I'm learning, meeting new people. A lot of high schoolers work there, so that's been interesting. Um, a lot of gossip and drama sometimes, but you know, we make smoothie bowls, and it's been busy. I'm enjoying it. Making acai bowls, it's such a summer fun thing, and I love it. So, if you ever want to stop by, it's in downtown Littleton called Playa Bowls. That's the one I work at, and I might be in there, so I'd love to see ya. And then, literally, tomorrow's my last day here, and then we go to Maine for, like, a week, and I'm so excited, guys. I'm so excited. People tell me Maine is so pretty. My, long story short, my dad is on a sabbatical all summer, so he's kind of traveling around and doing stuff for that. My mom actually is joining him for the first few weeks of the sabbatical, so they're out in Maine. They've been in Maine for a few days now. Me and my brother are joining them, and yeah, we're going to be there for a week. Some of our family friends are out there, and I'm so excited. By the time you listen to this, I'll be in Maine. So, yes, I am so excited. I'm going to update you guys about Maine, and I'm just excited to also just get away a little bit from Colorado. It's always good to kind of get away from home a little bit, especially in the summer. So, long story short, that's my summer so far, like two weeks in. It's been weird. That's how I describe it, but good. Glad not to have school. And I'm calling this summer DIY summer because I've been going DIY crazy. I don't know what it is. And here's the thing. I'm good at calligraphy and I consider myself a pretty crafty person when I feel like it. And I like I want to be an art therapist. But a lot of the time DIYs don't come naturally to me. Like I, I have to be in the mood, really focused, like doesn't come naturally to me. Anyways, this one DIY I'm is very challenging and I thought I'd be better at it but it's really hard so I'm super into tote bags I've been into tote bags for a few months now I got one love it to death literally love it and I was like I 
want to make my own tote bag out of crochet. So I was, I'm trying to learn how to crochet. It's super hard. And I actually got my brother to help me. He's actually like low-key better than me at it, but it's fine And I'm trying to do like square by square So I crochet his square and then I'll attach them all together. I will keep you updated on that one It is kicking me in the butt. It's hard as heck But I'll let you know if it turns out that's gonna be like my summer DIY project because it's gonna take It's gonna take a while But my other DIYs have been in it success. I'm super into beads right now and like the small beaded necklaces. Love beaded necklaces. I've made like so many of them. And then I don't know if you guys have seen like but the beaded phone charms for your phone. It's a little bit larger than a bracelet. I made it out of beads and put it like on my phone on the silent button. I connected it with string and now I have like this cute beaded charm thing for my phone to hold my phone and I think it's so fun. So I made those two things. I'm in love with beads right now, long story short, and hopefully the crochet thing works out. So that's my been my summer so far, literally DIYs and hanging out with friends sometimes, literally just kind of doing whatever. So that's life overall right now. I would describe it being weird, like that's my word for right now, but... I'm trying to channel my Karos living thoughts, especially right now as I start season two and manifesting the small things because that's really important. I was getting coffee with my friend the other day, actually my friend that I met from SPU, and we both were talking how we've noticed like signs lately. And I'm a big like sign person. I started this podcast from a sign I was in the bookstore like looking for a book and I don't read, but I was into reading for like a week, went to the bookstore, saw the book that I first found out the word Keros in out of the corner of my eye and that's what made me start this podcast. But anyways, me and my friend were talking about signs and how they sometimes happen when you need them most and I've seen signs reoccur throughout my life when I most need them, like seeing the word Keros when I most need it. But yeah, for me, one sign I saw last week was... I was having a hard day at work, just stuff going on. I was overwhelmed. I'd been there for a long time, just ready to go home. And then someone texted me and told me they had tried a coffee shop that I'd recommended to them like a while back and like loved it. And it was just like that feeling of being known and someone like cared to text me about that, that they had tried this coffee shop. It might sound really lame, but it was at a time like I was literally starting to like bawl my eyes out at work because I was just over it and this person just texted me and it really made my day and there's been little signs like that my friend and I were just connecting on the little signs we've noticed and just this feeling of being known and lately I'm honestly just trying to get through the weirdness of summer and all that by just noticing the small things in life and doing the small things for others as much as I can so this also kind of connects to my love for crystals so <laughs> me and my friend this is a really funny story. Actually, in downtown Littleton, there's a new crystal store. So me and my friend, one day we were down there at Graceful getting breakfast. And then after we saw the crystal store, we wanted to go in. We went in. The workers in there were like really weird. I think they were high. Weird crystal energy. I don't know. It was weird. Weird interactions. But we, me and my friend ended up getting matching like stone friendship bracelets. Matching crystal friendship bracelets. Anyways, very weird encounter, but we told each other that when our energies are off, 
we'll just switch our bracelets with each other so we can kind of switch out our energy. And that might sound so dumb and it's probably a bunch of placebo and <laughs> random stuff in that, but me and my friend switched our bracelets like a week ago and my energy like felt so much better. Like my mood just felt better. I felt better. And it's just honestly the small things for me lately that I've been trying to notice and switching my crystal bracelet with my friend. Honestly, <laughs> so fun. So I don't know if you have any like things you think are dumb, but are actually signs like I'm in that boat with you. I'm such a sign geek. Like, I tell my brother all this stuff and he, like, laughs at me hardcore. He's like, no way. That's not anything. But I see a sign from it. So, anyway, yeah. Today I just kind of want to get vulnerable because why I always talk about the small things is kind of connecting off that. A big thing I've learned this year is to notice the small things, but also to realize that I don't have to be and you don't have to be 100% all the time in life. And this was such a huge realization for me, guys. I cannot even tell you, especially letting people in more and learning how to do that more. I'm not perfect at all at it, at all. I'm slowly learning, but letting people in has been something that has been so hard for me throughout my life. And yeah, even the other day, I was having a bad morning, like just nothing going my way woke up late. I'm type 1 diabetic and stuff was happening with that. My smoothie wasn't blending. I was so upset. Another thing happened. Oh, I got foundation. Lately, my foundation has been squirting me like literally on my shirt accidentally. And then I can't get the foundation out. Like makeup is so hard to get off shirts. And then that stained my shirt and I couldn't get it out. It was just a lot of like little things that added up and kind of like made me overflow. Anyways, bad morning. And, but I had made plans with, with my friend for later and I was like I'm gonna cancel plans with my friends like I don't feel the best just been a rough morning like I'm not feeling up for it and I paused and I was like wait 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 I realized that all my life I've been doing this and sometimes like I'm not in the mood to hang out with people and that's totally fine to say no sometimes and I'm trying to get better at saying no sometimes but on the other hand of that you don't have to be a hundred percent. Like even with my bad morning, I was going into that old way of thinking saying, I'm just going to isolate in my bad morning and not hang out with my friends. And in some ways it's good to take time for yourself and I need my alone time. But in other ways, like it's so important for me, especially this year that I've learned like to let people in. And I hung out with that friend even though I had had a bad morning and just kind of let her in, let her know that I was feeling weird and just off and I honestly needed to be with that friend more than anything and I'm super glad I didn't cancel my plans because that, that was the old me coming in and being like, no, you're not 100%, you're going to weigh this person down, you cannot hang out with them right now, but it's really like I needed to be with that person and that friend is there for me and they want to know what's happening in my life and so even with my bad morning, even with my moods, they're, that's what friends are there for. People in your life, true people in your life are there to pick you up when you're down. And then you're there to pick them up when they're down. So I want to get into that and how I learned that this year. Um, kind of get into the nitty gritty of this year because I feel like I've glossed over it so much. And yeah, I just, I want to share it, I think, for myself to kind of talk through it 
And also just for anyone out there that's listening and like feels like this year was so off for them, but not off for anyone else because it was so off for me and it was so rough. And yeah, I just want to be vulnerable today and let you guys kind of hear more, hear how I started the podcast and all that and get us into season two. So yeah, I don't think I really talked about what happened at SPU and what I learned when I learned that you don't have to be 100% the most, which was when I returned to my college after winter break. That's when I learned this the most. Long story short on that, my friend named Emery, we actually went to the same high school together and I knew of her, had never really talked to her, but she ended up going to SPU and we met up there instantly just clicked and it was so funny people actually knew us from like being together like it was Avery and Emery we were always together always going on adventures always going to coffee shops trying new things out like we literally made the most out of our college experience in COVID anyways um a lot of stuff happened in that 10 weeks we had gone on a lot of adventures I don't think I'd really connected with myself and realized like I wasn't quite vibing with Seattle Pacific as much as I thought I would. Um, I was just really loving all my time with Emery and all the adventures we went on and that was what was keeping me going and going on bus rides and learning how to ride the bus with Emery. Like we literally lived that time to the fullest but I didn't realize like that was the part I really liked about SPU was my friendship with Emery and the adventures we had had together. Anyways, fast forward, we hung out a few times during like Thanksgiving and Christmas break and Emery was really on the fence about going back and I was, hopefully Emery's okay with me sharing this. I think she's, she's chill about it. I was kind of on the fence too. I was really not ready to go back and then she went back and forth so many times. We both went back and forth so many times. We, like, texted each other every day, like, should I go? Should I not go? Like, blah, 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 all this stuff, and trying to go through. We wanted to kind of travel, too, and, like, there's just so many things, but in the end, I decided, like, and I talked with my parents, too, like, I should go back, try it out one more time. Emery was so back and forth, and she actually ended up very last minute deciding not to come back, and so, anyways, I got there after winter break. It was already just, like, I was not excited to be there. And then Emery not being there, like, it was so, so hard. I I literally went to my room, just the smell of my room and just everything being in there. I got, like, these weird, weird vibes from it. And it was just so weird. Um, and then Emery wasn't there. I couldn't. We FaceTimed and everything and but it just felt so different and it felt it felt so different yet the same at the same time it was so weird but I can tell you in complete honesty I have never felt so low like I've never felt so low than walking into that room with my suitcase literally like bawling my eyes out like I that's how much I didn't want to be at my school and yeah, I didn't have a roommate. My room, I had made it my own, but still, like, it wasn't, it didn't quite feel like my own space. Everything was gray. It was, like, raining in Seattle. 
just all that added up and yeah, literally a few days in, I'd been talking to my parents just really struggling. We couldn't we couldn't eat in the dining hall because of COVID. They wanted us to kind of restrict to our rooms as much as we could, especially after winter break. And like, I get that, but it was, it was so, so hard. Um, and so I was keeping my parents updated. Just every day was a struggle though. And I was starting classes and I had no motivation and I never experienced that. Like I don't like school at all, but I always am motivated to get my stuff done. And I know it's what I have to do. This, like, I would go to class, zone out for the whole class, and this was, like, our first few classes, so we were introducing ourselves, like, they were telling us what we were going to learn about and whatnot, and I just couldn't focus, I didn't do the homework, I was falling behind, and it was only, like, a weekend, and I just remember calling my parents, like, I mean, every day, like, for a while for the first few days and then yeah like the third day came around and I just was like I cannot do this I just felt it in my gut I could not make it through and I called my parents that night guys when I say I couldn't make it through my words I literally couldn't make it through my words like my breathing was so fast I literally had a full-on panic attack I was like on the floor of my dorm room like begging my parents to come home literally begging my parents to come home this is like so scary for me to share. I don't know why I'm scared, but I never felt like so weak and so like I cannot describe how I felt at all. And I started panicking and I never cried so hard before in my life. And I think my parents realized that and we we talked it through and in the end they decided like it was up to me if I wanted to come home and I I kind of knew right away like I wanted to come home and I realized when I let that out to my parents it wasn't just how I was feeling in that time it was I think all the hard things I faced in my life in my 19 years of life literally coming out all at once and I felt so drained and exhausted and just so unmotivated I had no energy for anything like it was I'd never felt a feeling like that like honestly um I managed somehow to pack up my room. I packed up my suitcases. My clothes were priority. I left like a box of stuff there that I actually went up, went and picked up like a few weeks ago. Anyways, and I managed to fly home with my stuff and I was greeted with my family and back in home. And it was so weird and so uncomfortable. Like, I was not myself. I felt like a stranger in my own home. I didn't know how to talk to my family because I was just such in a place of, like, they probably think I just chickened out or I gave up so easily because I literally came home after a few days at being at school. Like, I literally gave up. They probably think I'm just a disappointment. I felt like a disappointment. And I sat in that for a few weeks and slowly I started getting motivation back to like do school again and I started doing better here luckily I was in easier classes other than math I was in math but easier classes that kind of motivated me through I would pretty much stay at home and do class and just do that and do schoolwork and just kind of hang out um but I felt like a disappointment I really did and took me a while, but people around me, especially my family, 
really made me see the other side to what I saw as a disappointment, they saw as a strength. And I originally had thought my parents were mad at me. And we were distant for a little bit um, when I come home because I did really feel bad for kind of chickening out. And they had wanted me to stay longer and tried it out for longer. But um, yeah, it was this thing. I was, so, I was so out of touch with myself, but also so in touch with myself that I knew that I couldn't stay at the school. I couldn't be that environment. And I just wanted people to understand. But in the end... I also knew that, like, it was up to me, but luckily, like, my parents let me come home, and it was a few days of just, like, feeling really uncomfortable, and then my parents, like, sat me down, and they were like, we want you to know, like, we are not disappointed at, in you at all. We're just disappointed that this is, like, what you had to go through, and this is what you were feeling, and we we had many conversations around it, and I, yeah, I just remember sharing with my mom, too, like, I had realized that I was just so drained. Like, I felt so exhausted and unmotivated to really, like, care for others and just be there for other people. And we had lots of conversations with my parents, and they saw it as a strength that I opened up, and they told me that they had never seen me cry as much as I had in this week that really hit home for me and I realized like yeah that was more than just my experience at SPU but that was stuff that I'd bottled up I think for many many years of my life um that I've had and never shared with anyone and I realized I'd always felt somewhat alone because I kept so much to myself and anyways so after many conversations Many days just at home, like, literally doing school and nothing else. Um, I started, I actually had a really open conversation with my mom, and I told her, like, I think I need to start seeing a therapist. And just kind of, I needed someone to talk through how I felt. Because I've always struggled feeling like a burden, you know, when I need to share anything that I'm going through or the feelings I'm having. I've always just felt like such a burden. And I think that's the type 2 Enneagram in me. And I just realized I needed someone to, and it was super hard for me to ask my mom, but I knew I had to do it because I needed someone to just vent to, honestly. And my therapist honestly has been great. I don't know how I got so lucky to find a great therapist. Literally my first therapist that I've ever gotten. She's great. She always challenges me and it's really hard sometimes but also she always helps me see a new side to things and a new perspective and I'm so grateful for it. And she also like gave me motivation again. Like honestly, she gave me motivation again to do school, to try new things, to start this podcast. Like I, and I've also lear learned from my experience with her that I have had anxiety for so long and I've never realized like that's what it was. Um, I've never really realized, like, my ups and down days. Some days are better than others. And some days, even I've been experiencing it lately with work. Like, some days I'm ready to go to work, ready to be this bubbly people person, people pleaser, ready to be this positive Nancy, as I say, as I made up that phrase last season. 
But other days, I literally had a day last week and I like started hyperventilating in the car. Like I was just having a very anxious day and I was very anxious to go into work and just kind of meeting myself where I'm at and being like, whoa, like today is an anxious day or today I'm feeling good. And it's just honestly day by day. And that's why Carol's Living is so crucial to me in my life because it is a day by day journey to kind of figure out what you're up for that day, how you're feeling. And anyways, through that time, starting to see a therapist, I realized to start getting my feelings out there to be heard. And I also realized I need that to be more myself. I've always kind of felt lost in myself. And just sharing and being more open with how I'm feeling, even if it's the smallest things that happen to me, being able to share that with someone is just so important in my life. Um, as my motivation started to come back, I started to get more on track on school. Um, I started Carol's Living, which gave me so much motivation to get out more and go to coffee shops to edit the podcast and just even talking with people. Like, I cannot thank season one guests enough for having conversations with me because little did you know like it brought me so much life when when I felt so dead and drained and just exhausted and just even writing the questions and getting to have conversations with you all like literally gave me my me back I had lost myself and it really did bring back who I am and make me notice even more about myself and I can't I can't thank you guys enough for listening for being on the podcast if you have been on for just being there for me and yeah so I started that I began to do things that brought me life again like exercising I'd missed that so much I hadn't worked out in a while I began to cook I got so into cooking and that was so life-giving to me and getting my own groceries I think I mentioned on season one that was such an importance in my life for independence especially living in my own house I felt so free I felt the freest I've ever felt in life but I felt still so consolidated in my own life like in my house in my room when I'm supposed to be gaining this independence I felt so consolidated at the same time as I was feeling so free in who I was becoming and who I was leaning into more. Um, but this podcast, I found little ways, and it's the little things, it always is little things, to change things. So yeah, like starting this podcast really changed my life and got me out of this old consolidated life that I was in putting stuff in my fridge and getting groceries, like the little things for independence, keeping my groceries down here so my family can't have any of it, rearranging my room. I kind of added like a little cozy corner, I call it, but I made it my own and rearranged some of my room stuff to change it up a little bit. And going to a lot of coffee shops for motivation and like doing classes there, homework or editing podcasts there, or just writing stuff in my planner. Like, it was the little things and checking stuff off. Like, I cannot get over how important it is in my life to check things off and just that little check mark that you've completed it. So, long story short, like, literally so low, but I had so many realizations 
and I can honestly say a few months ago, I felt the most like me than I ever have in a long time. I felt so free. My relationships were really good with people. And that was a great season. And now I'm kind of back in this weird, like, I think it's nerves for going back to college. I think it's weird summer vibes, but I've kind of fell back into a little slump lately, just a little unmotivation. I think, I mean, school is hard in June to finish up, but yeah, I think part of me is great while other parts of me are unhappy and unmotivated. And I'm trying, like, it's this, I built this hill. I climbed up the mountain with therapy and seeing a counselor and realizing I have anxiety and doing the small things to get better and doing things to bring me life and realizing that I bottled up so much for so long. And then I kind of went down the mountain a little bit and things started kind of steadying out a little bit. I was kind of losing motivation a little bit throughout the climb. And I think now I'm kind of going back up that mountain, like trying to get there again, trying to get to where I was a few months ago, of just feeling free and letting people in more. And it's just an endless journey. And there's new things like I'm working now. So that's a new thing for my anxiety to work through. But I also think I'm ready for the world again. And I think that's the weirdness too. Like I'm still stuck at home, kind of excited to go to Maine and go on some summer vacations. But yeah, being at home is weird. Summer is weird as a college student. Like I feel like I have to work all the time. And I have had more anxiety lately than I have in a while. And it is just the steadiness and the climb and just trying to realize growth can happen in different ways throughout the season. Sometimes fast and I can feel it. I can feel myself growing. I can feel myself getting better. And sometimes I can't feel it at all. I literally can't feel it at all. And I feel like I'm progressing as a... Or it's progressing... No. Progressing is not the word. We're degressing as an individual. But then I realize, like... I think back to who I was a year ago and I'm like, wow. Like, I'm so much more open with people. I let people in. I, I hung out with my friends friend just a week ago when I was having a rough morning when I usually would isolate myself in that rough morning and just it is a little stuff and as cheesy as it sounds like I know more about myself and I'm continuing to learn so much and this year has really pushed that learning so much like it kicked me in the butt but it has pushed my learning so much and yeah I don't even know, like, I feel like that was kind of the long story short still, but there's a lot to this year, and I'm sure a lot of people realize that. Um, a lot as an individual, a lot with trying to gain independence, a lot with, like, I mean, I was far away from home. I've also realized, like, it is such a process, let me tell you to find your people, I'm really struggling lately with, like, finding my people, and I have a few good friends, but again, I'm, like, kind of just, you're kind of just stuck in this, like, cycle, and I feel kind of stuck in this cycle of, I didn't really meet a whole lot of people this year because of COVID, and I came back from college. I met a few people, but I'm kind of, I've been back at home, and, you know, my friends kind of been making new friends, but they're also back, but I feel like 
sometimes you kind of grow apart just with certain people and trying to figure that out still and yeah it's just it's just a process and I wanted to also share I was talking with my mom the other day with my mom by the way I am going to have her on this season with me if I can convince her we wanted to do a really fun episode where where I'm not going to spoil it but it will be a really fun episode and she does not like podcasts she does not like talking about herself but I really really want to have her on here so I'm going to try to get her on here but she shared something with me that someone told her a week ago and I was just so empowered by this and so inspired by this. She, my mom actually went to Playa a day I wasn't working, of course, and she met up with a high schooler that volunteers at Graceful and just someone that she's felt like has been on her her heart to develop a relationship and get to know more. And this high schooler shared with her, she has had a super tough year, super tough years just dealing with a lot of feelings and emotions and battles working through and she said this high schooler she's literally I think she's going to be a sophomore she said I've learned my mom asked her what she's learned this year and she she said I've learned that I will always be there for myself and that like literally struck me to the core like finding your people is so hard and there are seasons where you have great people in your life and there's other seasons when you when you just feel so alone and there's seasons where you feel like your relationships are so one-sided and I've struggled with that a lot when you just want to feel known more you know and you want to respect that everyone has lives and everyone has stuff to do but also like your friendship is should be really important anyways like I've learned it's such a process to find your people but this just struck me to the core like this high schooler has realized like she will always be there for yourself and to you guys listening you are the person that knows yourself and will always show up for yourself and always be there for yourself and I just had to share those words like I was hit I was hit with that just feeling of like wow yeah like you are always there for yourself and you're welcome you should invite others to be there for you but just know like if they're not there for you, you're freaking awesome. And you're always there for you. So growth is such a daily process and (laughs) finding your people is such a daily process and finding who you are is such a daily process and a life journey. But hey, you are the person that gets you and will always be there for you through all of life. And I just wanted to remind you of that. And that high schooler that my mom met with really reminded me of that. Like, you know who you are. And you know your values and your morals. And your morals. (laughs) And what you stand for. And what you've been through. And you have the power to share that with others. So, that was so much to lay on in this first episode of season two but I had to get it out there it's just been such an adventure life is such an adventure and I'm trying to channel this manifesting day-by-day energy and I'm just really excited to be back on here I need this I need this I don't know about you guys but I love this and I'm so excited to just talk to people and hear their stories 
I also started a Carol's Living Instagram. Super excited about that. You should go follow that because that's where I'm going to post now. And thank you so much for being here and listening to me ramble on. Like, just want you to know you're never alone. And we go through a lot of hard things in life. And we do it and we conquer it and we get it done. And sometimes we don't conquer it, but we realize so much about ourselves along the way. So... Get ready for this season. Get ready to listen, laugh, and reflect through all life's messiness. Thank you for listening to my messiness today. I really appreciate it, and I hope maybe it gave you a new outlook. Maybe it gave you a new perspective. Um, That's just a little bit about my year. Been crazy. I can't wait to share all the adventures coming this summer. Can't wait to share all the people that we're going to have on here in the fun episodes, and for you guys to listen and just be on this journey with me. So I'll see you soon. Peace out. See you next time.